This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Today's topic is Three Abundance Killers, and this is actually a part two to the recording we did on the 17th of October, where we were really talking about five ways to develop an abundance mindset. So if you haven't heard that podcast yet, please go back and listen to the five ways to develop an abundance mindset. Now, this time we want to talk about What can stand in the way of developing that abundance mindset? And I've got three points I want to share with you. Number one is focusing on what you don't have. This is the classic example of looking at the glass as half empty as opposed to half full. Focusing on what you don't have. And you might wonder to yourself, well, what's wrong with that? Why is that a problem or why is that an issue? The challenge when you focus on what you don't have is it restricts your vision. You become like a person who's got tunnel vision. And although there's an awful lot going on in your left and right visual field, when you're looking down in that tunnel, you're not aware of what's in the left and right visual field. So you become very myopic, if you will and are not able to see what's even possible. So we would say that you tend to get more of what you focus on. So if you're focusing on what you don't have and the lack in a situation, you're going to get more lack and more of what you really don't want. That's an abundance killer, the mindset that's looking at what's missing rather than what is present. Number two is that tendency to go inside to what I'll call the place of misery, stress, anxiety, worry, or fear. And there are many things that can catapult us into this sort of anxiety-driven, negative emotional mindset. And often it's even what we're watching. If you're watching too much of the evening news, that can get in the way of the abundance mindset, having all of those negative inputs coming in over and over again. So instead of that, what you really want to do is to be able to get outside of yourself, get outside of the negative mindset, go out, talk to other people, learn something new, learn something different, and figure out how you can add value to someone else's life. How can you facilitate someone else's success. This gets you outside of that inner world that's focused just on your own pain and misery. And that kind of brings us to point number three. Another abundance killer is to think kind of small and to see yourself as a victim. No matter what has happened to you in your life, even if it's something horrific, like maybe being sexually abused or something horrible, like being sold into slavery, 
These are horrible things, right? And yet at the same time, no matter what circumstance we're in, we still always have a choice. We still have an option every day in some small way. Whatever your circumstances, you always want to look at it and say, where do I have agency? What can I do? And specifically, what I always ask my clients and say to them is, what can you do from your chair? That's a huge question. Frequently, I find people coming in, and especially if they're at those levels just below that senior level, they might say, well, if the big bosses would do X, Y, and Z, then everything would be fine. Well, you don't have any control over what the big bosses will do or won't do. Of course, you can influence that. And that becomes then something that's in your um, sphere of influence. So then you can say, how could I influence the big bosses taking that on? Now you're talking about what you can do from your chair, the influence opportunity. So always ask in a scenario, what can you do from your chair rather than to sit back and see yourself as a victim? There is always something that you can do. On mindset, as you can see, And everything we've been talking about, it's been really, really important to focus on where you want to go, focus on what you want, and to focus on what is positive. You might wonder what it takes to develop an abundance mindset and also how to deal with the abundance killers. And the reason is because you need a little bit of both. You've got to balance both. Every day, there are organizations out there who actually have a lot of really good steps in place for creating the abundance mindset. And at the same time, they have abundance killers going on too. Let's say you wanted to build a gigantic bonfire and you set the fire up And everybody's sitting around the fire, nice and warm and toasty, and it's great. And then as soon as the fire is raging wonderfully, a team of people come in and they douse the fire with buckets of water and put the fire out. Well, that's what it kind of looks like when you're operating simultaneously at cross purposes for what you really want to achieve. The real successful organizations focus on developing the abundance mindset And they also shoot down the abundance mindset killers that come in. All of those people who come with those buckets of cold water to put the fire out, they deal with that at the same time. And it's the combination of the two that actually promotes the ongoing abundance mindset long term. So with that in mind, I'm going to leave you with an inspirational biblical thought around mindset. And this is from Philippians, the fourth chapter and verse eight. And it says, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. So have a great week meditating 
on what you really want. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. And I want to give a special thanks to jazz saxophonist Ron McMillan for granting us permission to use his gifted music on our show. Thanks for listening. And remember to go to my website, transleadership.com, for more strategies, insights, and leadership resources.